0: Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. (laughs) 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 Can I touch your (laughs) ball? Yes, my balls are here for everyone's enjoyment. You know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Oh, yeah. One of the great.
0: I don't. <clears throat> that may be a top five, to be honest with you. I,
1: you know, Alec Baldwin, I'm not. A,
0: like, I like him in
1: Glengarry, Glenn Ross.
0: Yes. When I hear them say who's um, naming a, a scene from a movie where somebody was just in one scene and they stole the movie. Yeah, that's the scene that always pops into my
1: head. Yeah, and um, I, so I don't like him outside, but if he's on Saturday Night Live, he's on a different level. Yeah, it's like he was born to Saturday Night Live. Yeah,
0: he's good on there, man. He was good on 30 Rock. I don't, I don't have an opinion of him as a person because I don't know him. Right. Um,
1: no, I just I don't, I just don't like it, a lot of his movies.
0: Yeah, he's made some stinkers, but he's made some good ones too, man. Yeah. But that could be said about everybody. Not us. We never make a stinker. No, we do I made not. a stinker before I got here today. <laughs> probably knowing me will make another one before <laughs> I leave. <laughs>
1: oh, all right. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mullik. And
0: I'm Mark Whitman. We should have had the, why, that, that should have been on the show. The,
1: Oh, that is going to be. Yeah, on yeah the I chat.
0: was kind of hoping that that would be our cold open.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know. um, thank you for being here with us. Uh, it's a good day today. Mark and I are here in our undisclosed studio. We're both kind of bundled up today. It's a
0: cold, rainy day. It is got a cold. cup of coffee, and it's early morning, and you know, well, it's not early morning anymore. It's mid mid. Yeah, it's mid morning now.
1: Um, so. I just said to Mark, you know, not a lot has happened in wrestling yeah, since happened. we uh since we last talked. Obviously, um I'm I'm kind of glad that our our recording schedule is like like it is because there's there's sometimes like we didn't record, we did not do a reaction after CM Punk returned at Survivor Series. We didn't do one after uh, we're now like two weeks in, and he cut a promo on Raw. He cut a promo on SmackDown last night. And so now the experts are going to weigh in on <laughs> well, this Well, I, I, you situation. know, I've always
0: thought that. There's this rush to be first to talk about everything. Right. You don't have all the, you know, sometimes you don't have the whole picture.
1: Right, right. And um, as I watched uh, watched his promo from SmackDown, uh, I watched it on X, and uh, and then have seen people kind of responded to that different different things. Let's start from let's start from the beginning. Um, did you? I mean, we I know you never say never in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I know that. I mean, we've seen Ultimate Warrior come back, Bret Hart. We, we've seen, I mean, Hulk Hogan literally testified against Vince McMahon in federal court.
0: Brock Lesnar, I mean, Brock Lesnar sued the WWE when he left. Right. His wife sued <clears throat> the WWE. So,
1: what, why was this, 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 before it happened, it was, I just didn't think it was going to happen. Hmm. Really? Did I, you,
0: oh, go ahead. Yeah. I don't, after he went back to AEW, I figured it would
1: happen. Right.
0: But before that, I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't think he would go back.
1: Yeah, but just because... Here's... This is going to sound... I don't know how this is going to sound till I say it. I thought... And maybe a lot of other people thought this. I thought that CM Punk was different. In that... His whole gimmick is, I stick to my guns. I right. stick to my values. I stay true to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his whole gimmick, mm-hmm. and you know, for him to even say on Raw, I'm "Not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." Um, that seems pretty. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm still processing the whole thing. Um. I think, golly, AEW is just in a tough, boy, they are in a slump right now.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I and I love AEW, man. Yeah. But boy, it's, now, I will say a couple things. Number one, about AEW. I know we're talking about CM Punk yeah. since you brought it up. It's really AEW is kind of what I watch. But I watch, I watch both. Yeah. I watch all the programs if I hear a match is good. Right. Um, Number one, somebody in AEW, before they started this, who's this, the devil mask Mm -hmm. thing, somebody should have sat down and watched the Black Scorpion thing from start to finish because the payoff for the Black Scorpion was Sting's greatest rival and the greatest wrestler of all time, and it was still underwhelming. Yes. And it's not what people wanted to see. Short of... Um <clears throat> excuse me, if C M Punk had been under that devil's mask, yes, it would have been a good payoff. Right. Like if it's Jungle Boy or Adam Page or Adam Cole even at this point. Right. I just and I feel like it was supposed to be Adam Cole. Like I think the story was it was going to be Adam Cole and it would have been a quick story. They would have already been on. Yeah. But then he gets injured. I don't know, who knows how long he's going to be out. Right. So now I think they're just this whole MJF Adam Cole thing went off the rails. Yeah. When he got hurt. It was a great story and it could have been, it really could have, but it's just not now because of the injury. And you just, sometimes you just got to drop back and punt.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, AEW just seems snake bit it. It just feels like
0: feels like maybe there's a fan running things that doesn't know what he's doing,
1: and th- does not seem to be any control backstage? There's mm-hmm. no kangaroo court. There's no no wrestler court. There's no Undertaker. There's no. Nobody there,
0: well, it seems like every time they get somebody who might want to bring a little bit of structure, they run them off they, right. I mean they've clearly chosen you know the young bucks over a lot of things I mean here's the thing about the young bucks man they're amazing, yeah um but you used to hear. Guys like Ole Anderson and Bret Hart would criticize Ric Flair, Mm -hmm. um, who is arguably everybody. I mean, most people consider him the greatest world champion of all time. Yeah. Do you think if you saw every week when you turned TV on, when you were from 1985 to, to, to 1995, let's say, for 10 years, every time you cut the TV on, Rick Flair was on TV having a match where he chopped somebody and they didn't respond and then he hit him with a low blow and they flipped him over and he went over the rope and he ran down and he climbed the top rope and then they superplexed him. Our, our body slammed him off the top rope. If you saw that every single Monday night and Saturday night in pay-per-view for 10 years, do you think we would hold Rick Flair in the same esteem that we hold him in right now. Everybody would say, man, he just has the same match over and over and over again. And that's the thing about the Young Bucks. They were great on a DVD. Yes. Where you watch this match. But I haven't seen where they're having – they have the same match with everybody. Don't sell anything. Kick out everything. Hit the big moves. Cut the flips. It's the same thing over and over and over again, and I think the bloom is off the rose with it. Yeah. And
1: what they do, they do better. Incredible. They do better than just about yeah. any tag Incredible. team in history. And
0: if you saw it three times a year, yes, it would be amazing. But you can't see it every night, every night for months and months and months. It's right. just it, it doesn't. What used to happen
1: at unfilmed house shows where they're doing the loop Mm -hmm. and the people in Greenville Like you I think we would have been surprised if we had a week where we could have gone to seven straight days (laughs) of Jim Crockett. We'd been like Hey Wait a minute. (laughs) I tell people all the time what smartened me up to wrestling was in the span of a week I saw Rock and roll Express and Midnight Express in Liberty. Uh huh. And, um, saw them do a spot. Then I saw them do that spot in Greenville. And then I saw it on TV and I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. What's going on here? Something <laughs> is amiss.
0: Something, something strange is afoot at the Circle K. Um, yeah. So, Um, So so I would say that – but the second thing about – I like how we start talking about CM Punk get right back onto AEW. Which
1: may say – You know,
0: but at first when they started this Continental Classic Mm -hmm. tournament, I remember – I think I even tweeted it. Man, there's nothing wrestling fans like more than complicated math. Right. But then I started watching the tournament. and I really got into it. Yeah. And I realized how – That may be what AEW needs to focus on. Right. Is that type of thing. Because um for a guy like for not just Tony Khan, a lot of the people that are that would especially people my age who would be watching AEW, we were getting four hour compilation tapes. So I would get like the best of nineteen ninety six and it might be three tapes and each tape was four hours, right? Uh And I wasn't getting angles and storylines. It was just here's this Third round match from this Jacob tournament between Wild Pegasus and the Black Tiger. Yeah. You're going to love And Here's this match between the great Sasuke and Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. And here's this match between Steve Williams and Akira Tao. And here's this match between Kenta, Kenta Kobashi and Mitsuru Masawa. And here's this match between Stan Hansen and Terry Gordy. And then here's this match where Hansen and Gordy teamed up and took on, you know, Kira and whoever. Right. And, and now we're going to go to, but here, now we're in Puerto Rico and here are the headhunters versus so right. and so. Right. Then we're going to Triple A and here's this match between, you know, uh, El Hio de Santo and Latin Lover versus whoever, you know. Yeah. And so you're jumping, you're not getting, and then you might get a Smoky Mountain angle. You might get a Memphis angle, but you were just watching this incredible match after yeah. an incredible match. So for the, for, for th- for those of us that like that, this tournament is pretty amazing. Actually, yeah. I've seen some awesome matches so far. Like, I'm really getting into it. I feel like,
1: um, and, and, uh, QT Marshall announced he was leaving AEW. He's been there since day one, and he's been, um, if you, I would encourage you to go, um, I forget what Whatever week he left, the guys over at the Tapped Out podcast who were friends with QT talked about all the things he did backstage mm-hmm. for AEW, and he left. Number one, he wants to wrestle more, mm-hmm. and he gets booked every weekend around the world, but he wants to wrestle more, and he said AEW is going in a new direction, mm-hmm. and I think and and if and if he's if this is the case, I think it's the right move. AEW is starting to realize you cannot out WWE WWE. Yeah, they have one hundred percent got to be an alternative, and that may mean they need to run smaller buildings. But I think this the the con, the, the tournament that, the tournament they're doing. That is more of a New Japan kind oh, of style yeah, it's, it's with the point that, system. Uh,
0: it's that G one style. That's the, the way
1: tournament. you know. That's a that's not a bad way to go. I
0: agree. I'm I'm into it, man. Like, right. and I'm so my pick is is Swerve Strickland. Yeah, I think he should. Whew. I think he should come out on top of it, dude. I, like, so now we can get back to Punk. What uh-huh. like he ain't done nothing in WWE yet. So there ain't really much talk about for me, but here's what I like about it, mm-hmm. and what I I think the the gist of what I would want to say. I don't understand all these fans that they don't even seem to appreciate. I never thought the time would come again mm-hmm. when you would see people. Just, so we've seen CM Punk return to wrestling, yeah. Get into two backstage fights. Yeah, get fired from a company, show back up in WWE, man. Yeah, we got to see Edge finish up in WWE, make a jump. Yeah, we saw Cody Rhodes jump. Yeah, you know, back to WWE, Soraya making a jump. Uh, I can't. I'm sure there's other. Uh, you know, even like Brian Pillman Jr. kind of yeah. getting a getting a reboot on on his on what he is. I could just never like. Can you just not stop and appreciate? Right. Right. Like, every week, every week, there's an incredible match that happens. Every week. Right. Every week, there's at least one match that I go, man, I can't, like, I'm privileged that I got to see that match.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? How awesome is that that I got to see this week for me? And I don't even like the guy, Yeah, but Moxley versus Roosh. Yeah. Is it good? That's my kind of thing, man. I haven't they watched They just it beat yet. the crap out of each other. Yeah. And I love Roosh, man. He's one of those guys that you can tell he don't like to lose. No. And if you're going to beat him, you're going to beat him. And right. he's getting his stuff in. Whether, and if you want something, you're going to have to take it. Yeah. Or he will ask Jungle Boy. He will guzzle you. Yeah. If you don't fight back, he'll guzzle you. Yeah. He. I love that guy. He's man. definitely a throwback. You
1: could have put him in uh '83 All Japan, and he would have been just fine.
0: Dude, I love that guy. Yeah. I love watching him, man. I love watching Swerve Strickland. Somebody compared Swerve Strickland the other day, and it took me a while to warm up to him because y- yes. I didn't get. It. I was yes. like, I don't get it, man. And then I really started watching his matches and somebody and i don't know who it was it wasn't me and i would give him credit if i knew said i mean this in the highest compliment he kind of reminds me of Barry Windham and how smooth yes. he floats or something like the transitions yes when he's hitting these moves and the way he'll he'll he positions his body when he does things that dude's amazing man
1: how often do we say this wwe missed on
0: him yes Yes. Yeah, they missed a boat on that dude, and AEW needs to needs to do something with him, man. Right? That dude's good, and he and he, he's just getting over.
1: He's yeah, a, he's a really good worker, very charismatic.
0: Yes, man. The only thing I would I would get him away from some of the. I'm not saying Prince Nana. I don't necessarily hate him as part of the deal, but like I would have some of the his faction yeah. is not on his level. Right. And it doesn't elevate them. Right. It it, it almost brings him down a notch. That's my opinion. Right. Um, and I like Brian Cage. Yeah. But the other guys, they got him with. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I don't think it elevates them as much as it makes him look like he's it on their level. Brings him down a yeah. notch. Yeah. But, dude, he's, I, I'm pretty sure Roosh is not winning this tournament. I think uh, Danielson and and, um, Swerve Strickland, to me, may be your your Mm -hmm. final. What What did I see last night? FTR and Mark Briscoe versus. Yeah, man. The the final. This just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Against, uh, who is it? It's Moxley. Yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: saw uh, uh, Harwood.
0: Where did this come from?
1: Harwood did a. Tweet, basically saying, "I consider Jay Briscoe family." Yeah, and they they must have did a promo or something. Something, yeah. Talking I'm sure, about I'm family, happened, yeah. And um, let me tell you, we will put a link in the show notes. Mark shared a work of art with me the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's it good. Is, it's a good video. It's man. a it's about an hour and a half video, mm-hmm. culminating. FTR versus the Briscoes.
0: It's it's yeah, like it's basically takes it from the initial like tweet or whatever yes. that started the whole thing and, and it's all three I think the matches are in highlight form. Yeah, the, right? matches, the are matches are in matches highlight are in form. form. I've watched
1: about half of it.
0: It is yeah, I just I watched the promos, but then I, I'd seen the other two matches, so I just watched the dog collar match. But. It is um people I mean <clears throat> there
1: are people that will be watching wrestling twenty years from now who started when we asked them, "What got you into wrestling, man?" FTR and Burriskus.
0: Yeah, that was an amazing, just well, amazing, man.
1: Like I would say, if Tony Khan walked in right here and he said, "Heath, Mark, what are what are some ideas?" I'm like, bro, you this, you did it. Yeah, you did it, uh-huh. and what it was. You just let them go. You turned them loose.
0: Yeah, you just let them be themselves.
1: And But the, you feel like you can't get that in WWE sometimes. Now, WWE, get to, they finally did that with Roman Reigns. And they said Roman.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of sick of him, though. Well, here's the thing. I, when Lesnar showed up five times a year, Brock Lesnar's dangerous. Right. And it, you know, you never thought, man, I don't know what, you know know what's going to happen when Lesnar's here. Roman Reigns is not dangerous. He's he's just... To me, Roman... He's just not. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good.
1: But if he's only defending the title once every six months...
0: I just ain't got no interest. Anybody... He ain't on no Mount Rushmore greatest of all time. I'm sorry. No. He just is not. He's great. He's, He's good. Hey, he's good for what they need him to be. Right. I guess. But... He ain't the attraction Brock Lesnar was, Mm-mm. and here's the thing. Uh, w-
1: one thing I noticed um, about the CM Punk return when he came out on, I got, I got, I'm trying to say this as quickly as possible. When he came out on Raw, I haven't seen a crowd like that in a long. Long time. Mm-hmm. Packed, signs. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns hadn't been on TV for a while. Right. When I saw CM Punk on SmackDown last night, crowd packed, signed, packed. Now, last night was...
0: Yeah, it was a little different crowd last night.
1: But. Right. So, to me, you're still drawing great. The fans are still... And Roman Reigns hasn't been around. Been around. Mm-hmm. So, that may... And maybe – I mean, we you, you've you said this more than anybody on this show. Um, <laughs> is that it,
0: WWE is not relying on one person anymore. No. I mean, you think about just how many top names they got. I mean, they got almost too many at this point. Correct. You know? Correct. You, know, you can't even – and not to mention that, like, their women's division is over, too. Like, yeah. it's not just the, the men there. I mean, their women are – are incredible. They're 10 times better than the women in AEW. could even think about being. You yeah. know, and when they, when they get Jade Cargill out there, and I hate, I think Charlotte may have gotten injured last yeah, night. That's which what I, I hate. Hearing. I was really hoping her, that Charlotte and Jade Cargill were going to have a, a feud. I think that could be big money. All right.
1: I love that, I love that we jump all over the place, but let's, CM Punk has made three appearances. Let's, I want to talk about each of the three. Survivor Series, they had shown the trademark. People turned it off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, I mean, when you talk about after-show debuts, I mean, I haven't really had time to think about it, but that's got to be up there. In Chicago, you think, unex- it, it, you kind I'm of, talking about post-show unexpected where he didn't even do anything. He just came out.
0: Just walked out and let you know he was there, yeah.
1: Right. Um, I love how they set up this stuff with him and Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. where they used a little bit of real-life stuff. Right. I think that's going to
0: be a great... I would assume that you will hear in the next... It may it may be after the Royal Rumble, but I'm, I think that you're going to hear that they got into a backstage altercation. Okay. I would, I would expect to hear that.
1: So... Uh, um. um did you, so I assume you watched the raw promo for CM Punk. That's yeah, yeah, the first yeah. time I I've did. watched 3 hours of raw in oh, a very I, long time. Yeah, I'm
0: not sitting through 3 hours of that. I mean, garbage. I had it
1: on my phone and I'm doing stuff. And I, I thought that was pretty well put. I
0: waited till 11:15 and went on their YouTube channel and watched the CM Punk promo. Right. Uh, um well, I th- um
1: I I didn't think it was a bad promo. It just wasn't what I expected. It showed a little bit of range for CM Punk. I'm home. I've changed. Here's a guy who basically his claim to fame is, I don't
0: change. I don't compromise. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, (laughs) you did something,
0: buddy. You cashed that check. Yeah. I mean, I think that was, to me, it was a heartless. Yeah. um, There was no feeling behind it. And I think that was intentional. I don't, Mm. I don't, I see wrestling different than other people. Yeah see wrestling when somebody's good at it i just see that he's doing like he's cutting the promo that they want him to cut and his eyes are telling me these are not my words these are their words my words were the ones that happened when i put the microphone down and said i'm just here to make money those were his words yeah their words were everything that got spoken when he had a microphone in his hand. And I thought he conveyed that with his body language and his delivery. Mm. That's the way I saw it. And maybe excellent. I'm, maybe I'm reading too much into that. Maybe he's not as good as I think he is, but I've watched this guy's entire career yeah. from when I was getting ROH DVDs. Yeah. And I can just tell you, he's good. Yes. He's, he is a generational Guy, he really is that good. Yeah. And I just believe that it, it was it, – I think we had the text thread that where I kind of said it, it took me back to Cactus Jack when he went to ECW. And, <clears throat> you know, there's a ton of promos where he would say he was trying to talk Tommy Dreamer into putting his green suspenders back on. Right. And going to work for WCW because, like, these people that are chanting – He's hardcore, don't care about you. Right. They don't care. These people don't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care if you break your body for nothing. You need to go get paid. And those were the promos that Foley was cutting. And he's like, I got to go home. Because he's. if you don't, he spit on the WCW world title. Right. And they fired him. And he went to work in ECW. And he he was cutting promos going, I got to go home and look at my wife and tell her I traded in the the guaranteed money and I traded in the house in the suburbs in Atlanta to move back home up here and work for peanuts and come work in this little piss ant bingo hall. And I got to look my kids in the eye and tell them I did that. And it's too late for me, Tommy dreamer, but it's not too late for you. And I want to save you. Yeah. And that's the, that's what I see CM punk doing right now. Maybe, I'm giving him too much credit. Right. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. And I'm probably wrong. But that's what I saw from that first promo.
1: I did. Have you watched the promo from SmackDown yet? Yes, I did. As
0: soon as SmackDown went off the air, I went on their YouTube channel and watched Punk's promo. I, okay.
1: Because I like Punk. To me, the promo last night on SmackDown was... I don't know. It it was. It felt a little long. It felt like CM Punk was trying to be
0: CM Punk,
1: but he wasn't quite CM Punk. Right. And, and was if you, that intentional?
0: And what I'm saying is, have you ever seen him have that problem before? Hmm. Right. I mean, have you ever known CM Punk to not know, to not be able to to. Say what he wanted to say and make you understand where he's coming from with it.
1: No, he's normally been pretty clear.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Um, Well, like last night he came on and he says, that's right, I'm at the top of the hour. They're not going to cut my time. Mm -hmm. And I felt that was, well, that's a very CM, that is CM Punk right there.
0: Yeah, he acknowledged the deal. Right. He made the crack about Kevin Owens because everybody knows Owens is friends with the Young Bucks.
1: Now. Um,
0: and Owens has been critical of him in shoot interviews. Right.
1: And, um, one of the, some of the chatter on Twitter was that his, his talk about getting in fights backstage, didn't get a reaction. Everybody's like, dude, that was a, that was a military crowd last night. Right. Those aren't wrestling. Those aren't insider wrestling fans. I mean, like, if he'd have said that in Chicago, it would have got a pop.
0: I don't know that it. I think it was for the internet fans. That comment was for the people that follow that kind of well, stuff. It true. wasn't necessarily for the dad that was there with, his, with kids. his kids. But at some point, I don't think they should spend a lot of time no worrying about what happened in AEW. I mean, because it like the guy who's winning doesn't talk about the guy who's who's behind him. No, and right, I, that's always
1: the difference between WWE.
0: Not always. In it's AEW. not always the difference. Everybody says that, and everybody forgets about the huckster and the Nacho oh, Man right. and the Scheme Gene and the, s- the billionaire Ted sketches. Trust me, don't think that they're not petty.
1: But I'm saying, I'm saying, when in the AEW era. Obviously, W C W
0: CW was a
1: different kind of thing, but in the AEW era, they have not.
0: Yeah, there's no reason for them to. But right. if you think that, but they do acknowledge him. I mean, what right. well, they didn't put John Cena and the Undertaker on NXT for no, for nothing, right? Um, and did you what hear? I'm saying yeah. is, as far as what happened with Punk in AEW doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's not the story. The right. story is he's returned to WWE. Right. So there's no reason. There's no reason. It's like stand-up comedy. When stand-up comedians punch down, they're not funny. Right. That's why I used to like Tom Segura, but now Tom Segura is punching down. Yeah. And that's not funny. Right. When he was punching up at Garth Brooks, it was funny. Yeah. But now that he's punching down at the people that work the ticket counters at the airlines that won't let him check his bags, he's not funny. Yeah. You know? he just come across as a douche when you do that. Right. And it's the same with WWE. Why do they need to punch? You know? They're not worried about who's coming in second place. Right, right, right. They're just kind of doing yeah, what they're-, they're worried about their stories. AEW is worried about what WWE's doing. You know. When when you got punk debuting on WWE and AEW people are tweeting about it, you know, that tells you all you need to know. Right. And when you got <clears throat> openly other like talent coming out in AEW and going well it'd be nice to be on tv right you know when Britt baker's saying man you know i hadn't had a promo all year long yeah you know um you got matt and jeff hardy commenting and i'm gonna tell you my i have my take on that is that there's a heel turn coming for the hardys yeah so i Um, i
1: listened to um i had a i had a drive i had a pretty long drive last weekend and so I listened to that episode of the Matt Hardy podcast. Yeah. And um, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but as I listened to that podcast, um, pretty, I mean, Hey, we want to put, we want to Matt Hardy basically said, Hey, put us with a young team. Let us, and he even, he even talked about, you know, he'll possible he'll
0: turn it. That's um, what I think. I think, Cause I've never heard either one of those guys do a whole lot of that type stuff. I think I think there's a heel turn coming. Yeah. Because uh, we never. I don't. I don't think Jeff Hardy's ever been a heel. No. No. I mean, you know. That, maybe
1: yeah. in TNA when they did. Uh, they had the heel faction. Yeah. Were that, and well, and
0: that. Yeah. And I think the broken mat was a heel, right? For a while. until it got over and everybody loved him. <laughs> right. Right. I think it started out as a heel. Anyway, I just I'm just throwing that out there. I heard that they were right. They'd been kind of critical. I think um, you know Santana and Ortiz. They kind of teased doing yeah. a a deal with them, and then it kind of went away. But that may be what you know. Uh, QT Marshall was kind of talking about with the change in direction. I think their focus going forward is just going to be putting on these incredible matches. Right. Like it wouldn't surprise me if we don't move from this tournament to maybe some sort of tag team tournament. Yeah. Um, then maybe like, I mean, he can't have a cruiserweight tournament no more because they're all cruiserweights, correct? But, um, so I don't know, but it, they kind of abandoned, um, um, you know, the Callis family had this deal going with Jericho and Kenny Omega, and, and that's kind of been put on the back burner. I now. didn't rea- even
1: realize Jericho and Omega were
0: teaming, yeah, yeah, they. That's they pretty have cool. A, yeah, they have a common enemy now. The Golden Jets, I think, is yeah. what they uh, were called. Com- but, yeah, they had a good match with um, somebody. I can't remember who, but it was a good match. Yeah. Uh, um, Hobbs. I, yeah, Hobbs. Body slam big show off of it. Did you see that? Yeah. Whew, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Crazy. Crazy.
0: Uh, <laughs> you didn't see it. You got no I did. I watched the clip.
1: Oh, okay. Um. I'm telling you. Here's the thing: AEW has a ton of talent. I also feel like. Well, here. Let's do this. Let's do this. No. I I, I want to do a whole another episode on AEW.
0: We've been t- that's what we've been talking about. What you want to talk about?
1: Well, let's, another episode. I, I want to bring it back to Punk. Where do you think? What do you think his WrestleMania plans are? I
0: would assume. Now, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of two things. They're either going to throw a, a dump truck load of money at Steve Austin, and they're finally going to do this, the Austin and Punk. But if that's not the case, I would assume this is what I would do, is that night one will be Rollins and, and Punk. Yeah. I think maybe we could be seeing a um, – A Royal Rumble dispute Mm -hmm. finish between Punk and Cody. Yeah. Where they, one of them, you know, one of them gets a a shot. And I think you'll see Rollins and and Punk, and I think night two will be Reigns and Rhodes. And then I would say next year's main event at WrestleMania will be Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Mm. That's what I would do. I think that's a natural... You know, the promos that they could cut. and I don't know who the baby, fa- I think you kind of let the people decide who the baby face and the heel are and that Yeah, heel. yeah. Um, I would imagine Punk would be the, the heel, because he's just, he's, look miserable seeing Punk is the best CM Punk, you know, it just is. I'm curious to see how long this lasts. I can tell you right now, he ain't slapping nobody around backstage in WWE. That's no. a whole different locker. that's a whole different locker room. No. Yeah, they ain't got a they don't they don't got too many jungle boys running around. That backstage. doesn't happen in da- I mean, it if it does happen, happen in WWE, yeah, they keep a lid on. it. That's right. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going. I mean, if it does happen, I don't think nobody's getting fired. I don't think. How do I say this? But it ain't going to happen. You think he's going to slap Gunther around? <laughs> Is he going to go up and smack Omos across the mouth for not doing what he wants to do? I that's mean, um, not going to happen. Dude, maybe
1: it's Cody and Gunther. You know, that's a... Because they kind of showed that they could have do something incredible yeah. at the Royal
0: Rumble. And uh, I, how...
1: I. Is Gunther early thirties, mid thirties? How old is he? Uh, he
0: looks older than that, but I don't know. I would think Gunther would be a natural first opponent for Rhodes. Yeah. To kind of after if he if he if he faces Reigns, if he beats Reigns, I would have Gunther like lined up as that the next guy. I don't think there's anybody else. Nah. No. That's ready. No. But you think that's the main? You think that's the WrestleMania main event? Gunther and Cody Rhodes.
1: Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's the the uh, elimination chamber main event. I don't know.
0: No, I don't think you wasted on elimination. No, chamber. no, no. I'm saying that could be.
1: I think they could. and I'm not. The, I mean, I saw I saw that somewhere that they could be building to Cody and Gunther. Oh, they, I'm sure that they Gunther. Are. Basically, the point being that Gunther may be the guy they're eventually trying to get to to be like the next two or three year guy. Gotcha. Because here's the thing. Once Cody, I, as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. I 100% want Cody Rhodes to win the WWE Championship. Correct. I want to see that,
0: mm-hmm. but I think Cody's a lot like his dad. He's like his dad. He's like Mick Foley. Once he wins it, then what?
1: Right. Right. Um, the money is in the chase now yeah. here's here's something else that I would love to see I don't know that they would do this i think cody has grown so much as an in-ring performer i would love to see cody run like i would love to see cody obviously we don't have a traveling world champion anymore I would love to see him. I'd just love to see Cody wrestle a bunch of different people. Yeah. That he's never wrestled before. Mm-hmm. I want to see Cody wrestle Chad Gable. I want to see, uh, uh, you know, just just throw just people at him. Mm-hmm. And just let him defend that title and and have those 12- to 15-minute matches. Yeah. And – be be a fighting. Be the opposite of Reigns. Yeah, Reigns defended his champion four, uh, belt four times a year. Cody Rhodes be like, this is this this is the people's championship. Right. I'm gonna defend it every week. Mm-hmm. Um, that may devalue the title. I don't know. But, no, um, I don't
0: think it devalues it to have it being defended. Right. Um, I don't think everybody deserves a shot at it. No, right. I'd have Cody wrestle non-title matches. Yes, yeah. like a Gable. You yeah. want him to have Chad Gable. I mean that's fine, but like I'm just saying that's a match I'd like I'd like
1: to see. Um Cody and Sheamus. Um
0: uh Kofi Kingston. Oh man. You know? You could have him say, Look, there's a lot of people kind of got Screwed over on some opportunities here. Never got rematches, and, and Cody and, and Kofi Kingston's one of them. And I want to give him a, a good. And you can there have a nice fifteen twenty. And Cody can still win. Yes. But if you just treat Kofi Kingston with a little respect, it'll make people say, "Oh, we appreciate that." It's yeah. good he got a proper rematch. Cody, I think you could you could you use.
1: Let me ask this more of a question. Could you use Cody as the type of champion that gets uh, that by them almost beating Cody? It kind of I don't know that is I don't know not if you do
0: it every week, right? That right, you know, if you do that every week, that get that devalues thing. If yeah, it's, this guy should have won. Right, this guy should have won. That's, what if yeah.
1: I remember, um, their first season. Wrestling Superstars was my favorite wrestling magazine because they started a dream match, Uh and they would write this whole story. And as as you go back, even as a kid reading those, you're like, "This is never. This would never happen." Like, Rip Flair's not going to tell the four horsemen quit interfering with matches. I want to take and and Flair just out wrestling people and beating them in like (laughs) seven or eight minutes, and Luthes is coaching them. But like, how awesome would that be for Cody to win? And be a for like two months just be a dominant like you put him in there with Kofi Kingston and he beats Kingston in like six minutes and then like whoa whoa what's happening here mm-hmm. like something that would make you that's a, that's different
0: what, yeah what about um you know instead of the feud with a specific wrestler, and the only only manager they have really is Heyman. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say the feud was with Paul Heyman. Yeah, and just kind of like Heenan's family. Yes, kind of. Yes, where yes, you know where there's a big bad. Yeah, at the end, but there's five other. You know, you got Rick. You got to wrestle Rick Rude. You got to wrestle Mister Perfect. You got to wrestle King Kong Bundy. You got to wrestle, you know, King Haku. You know, if you had a nice uh, 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 a guy like that. A Heyman that could kind of be a manager that would say, you know what, I can take. I don't. I don't know. I can take Chad Gable. Yeah, and what he needs, you know, he's good, but he's missing something. And what right. he's missing is me kind of helping him. And then he beats Chad Gable, and he goes, "Ah, well, I guess Chad Gable didn't work. Maybe, maybe Otis. Yeah, you know. And you could have a match. With, you know. And you could feud with a manager like that, and and kind of." Have those matches with those people. Let me throw this idea out at you, piggybacking off what you just said.
1: Yeah, Punk and Cody come out of Mania, both champions. hmm Let's say Heyman is working both brands, and he's got a stable, got the got the bloodline, got some others, and that Heyman is in, a fly in the ointment for both of them. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Survivor Series and Cody and Punk are like, hey, man, we, we got to work together on this. And it's war games. hmm And it's going to be Cody and Punk on the same team taking on Heyman's army or whatever. And then you could do something where Cody, now Cody and Punk, something happens. They're at odds with each other. They're at odds with each other. And and I think at that point, they don't even need the titles. Right. For WrestleMania.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to see, i just love to see a WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. After this year, once Cody wins the title and CM Punk re- main event's night one WrestleMania, you can do whatever you want to with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you give me those two things, I'll be happy. Right. Right. Um, there, I had a question in there for you. Now I don't remember what it was. Well, that's all right. Uh, it was something about wrestling. <laughs> I'm sure it, it was, was. something about wrestling. Um, oh, it, it's about, we have lived through 10 years of CM Punk chants
0: uh-huh. at WWE. We'll never yeah. have those again. No, I think they would pretty much died off anyway. Um, they wanted this guy to come back. And he finally did, and it's just been chaos ever since he has, man. Yeah, I mean, two different companies, and then you know, now that he's moved on, they run him out of his, they run him out of AEW because he was a bigger star than they were. Right. They run him out, and he goes to WWE, and they still tweeting about him. They still putting up little Instagram posts and stuff about. You know, it's a good thing he signed an NDA. You know. I think Hangman Page made sure he said something. Probably so. He did, yeah. He's Boy. Talk about a fart in church. Yeah. <laughs> I he. I mean, he was going to be one of the. Know. He was. He should have been great, man. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either, man. I just. But I thought he was going to. I was kind of on the Hangman train for it. A... Yeah. For a few months, dude, but it's just like he fizzled out. I thought I, I saw a Twitter thread one. That's because they care about more about working with their buddies. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there there's nothing wrong with that. Right. That, that's great. It's great to do things with your friends. But you and I don't work at the same place. Right. And and also
1: you can't do that the detriment of the rest of the company. No. Um, I thought I saw a Twitter thread that went through the whole Hangman Omega, like the build to Hangman being the champion. Yeah, and that was an incredible bit of storytelling. The whole, even back to Bullet Club. Mm Mm-hmm. And then
0: it was once he won the title, it was like the wheels came off. Yeah. Well, Punk came in, and he was a bigger star. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to, man. You bring a bigger star in. You know, we talk about it all. If you were like Roman Reigns, big as he is, if they bring The Rock in and The Rock beats him. Right. Well, what is he? You know? It's kind of like, I don't know that they should do uh punk and austin if punk's not winning right i don't think that's a good and that's why i think they won't do it it's one I thing i don't think austin it was what, kevin owens was different he could yeah. take that loss correct punk can't take that loss mm. owens was elevated because he worked with steve austin right you know like it, it brought him up to steve austin's level to be in that match punk's already at that level, he doesn't need. I don't. He's not the star that Austin was, but no. in this generation's crowd's mind, he is. Right. So, all he can do is get knocked down a notch. Do we getting beat? Do we want?
1: Do we really want to see a Punk Austin match, or do we just want to see them promo battle?
0: Yeah, that's what people want to see. Yeah. You know, I personally don't want to see. It. I mean, I think it it would be good. Yeah, it would right. be fun. But it. I don't, I would rather see them move forward. Right. Than bring a guy in and I love Steve Austin, but I yeah. don't want to see him bring Steve Austin in and derail Punk's momentum. Right. Just to have Steve Austin one night at WrestleMania. Right. I hope I
1: I definitely think Steve Austin did not get to go out the way he wanted to. And I think when he came back with Kevin Owens it scratched an itch that maybe he had. Yeah. But I don't want to see Steve Owens –
0: Steve
1: Owens. I don't want to see Steve Owens. I don't want to see see Steve
0: I don't want to see him at all. If I see Steve Owens, (laughs) there ain't going to be no talking about it. We're just going to get right down to business.
1: I'm talking to you, Steve Owens. (laughs) Steve Owens, if you're listening, you know where to find me. Um, I don't want to see Steve Austin in blue jean shorts versus Sam Punk.
0: I don't either. I just don't want to see it, man. Yeah. I don't want to see if I don't want to see him in a t-shirt. No. In, in blue jeans. Shirt. I just don't want to see that. I
1: Yeah, we're at this point now. We've seen Austin come back. I certainly don't want to see Hogan in a match. I God. certainly don't want to see Flair in a match. No. Rock, maybe maybe I want to see the Rock. I don't. But um I don't. We're we're at this really unique point in wrestling now. Where even we had Shawn Michaels come back, and And it was awful. And now we're and we're at this point where, as wrestling fans, so many things that we wanted to see, we've checked those off our bucket. CM Punk came back. Yeah, we've checked that off our bucket list. So on our next episode, what's the new bucket list as a wrestling fan? What are the things we haven't seen?
0: I can go ahead and tell you there's no episode there for me. Okay. Because I don't have any. Like, the people that I like are never coming back. Right. A bunch of them are dead. Yeah. Stan Hansen is not Stan coming back. Stan Hansen is not coming back. Right. Bruce Brody's not coming back. Right. Kobashi's not coming back. Masawa's not coming back. Steve Williams and Terry Gordy, the Freebirds are not coming back. Right. right. <laughs> you know, the Von Erics ain't coming back. Yeah. Uh, You know, Mr. Perfect ain't coming back. So, and I don't want to see Hulk Hogan again. Right. You know? Right. I don't want to see Ric Flair anymore. It's sad. So maybe it's It's, it reaches a point where it's sad.
1: Right. Maybe we've reached a, maybe the responsibility of wrestling, they've got to create those. They got to create some things to make us think. Oh man, I'd love to see that. Love to yeah. see this. Uh-huh. Things we haven't seen before. Because mm-hmm. um, listen, AEW's tried to go back to the Rick Flair well, and that—I mean—we're what three weeks into that, and yeah, who knows? He's, he's already had to have a promo edited off. For- ah,
0: thought that was. <laughs> That's just overly sensitive, right? If you stuff, don't know, I don't care. That's that's. I'm sorry. That's stupid. No, right. That's a that's just stupid. People, man. I'm sorry. That's dumb. But bringing he in Rick, cut. He was just hitting the greatest hits, no, man. No,
1: if you bring in Ric Flair and expect him not to cut, uh, we're gonna be down in the sex, Marriott. Yeah. yeah, he's he's all that's his gimmick. It's like booking Rob Killjoy and telling him tone it down.
0: Right. I guess.
1: Um. Anyway. Well, we have, as is typical of the Double Dropkick show,
0: and our uh, we notes, talked for an hour without actually saying anything.
1: We said a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We said what the people needed to hear. Maybe yeah. not necessarily what they wanted to hear. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I do. I do have some better ideas for our next episode. So. Okay. All right. But Mark, if people to? you mentioned you tweeted earlier people want to see what or you exited whatever we're calling it now yeah I don't know I don't I don't people uh I don't get all the Twitter hate I I go on that a lot I I curate my feed I see what I I don't see stuff I don't want to see uh I block political ads it's very quick it's very fast I just don't I mean I just don't see it as the end of Western civilization.
0: Yeah, I mean that once again. That's I don't I don't get it. I don't understand a lot of where people yeah. get upset about these things because I don't so I don't I don't care what people believe. <laughs> right politically, I don't. It does not matter to me, man. Right, whatever. Like so, I just ignore it. I don't I don't care what Elon Musk believes about stuff. Right. I think you and I.
1: As we're close to 10 years in on this show, I think our political views have come from opposite ends of the spectrum to where we've met in the middle and we agree on this, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah, they all suck. They all suck. Yeah. Uh, The
0: right wing and the left wing both keep the same bird in flight.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, But if people do want to follow your wisdom on Twitter. At the
0: DDK show.
1: Uh, I'm at Heath Mulligan, wherever, wherever you're at on social media, LinkedIn, uh, not on Snapchat. I have a TikTok that I never use.
0: I don't have TikTok or anything like that. I no. get
1: sent TikToks every now and then. They're pretty funny. I don't
0: even watch them. Yeah. If people send me TikToks, I don't look at them. I don't have, I'm not putting that app. I don't want anything to do with TikTok. Gotcha. Don't send them to me. Don't. I ain't going to look at them. Well now you most of the
1: time you can watch TikToks on the Instagram.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Everything's
1: cross polluted now. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening to the double drop kick show. Uh we've been sitting for a while, so now we need to stand up, stretch our legs and uh I got
0: my own one of those little fun stuff. remember speaking of, remember when the fun size candy bars were were like half the size of a... Yes. Eventually, like, you're going to open one of those things up, and it ain't going to have nothing in it. They just keep getting smaller and smaller. There's nothing fun about the fun size. No, it's ridiculous how little those things have gotten. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Shrinkflation, isn't that what they call
1: (laughs) (laughs) it? Thanks for listening to the Double Dropkick Show. And for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan.
0: I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans.
1: So long for now.